Ecclesia is a new church trying to live out the way of Jesus in Princeton, New Jersey. We pray this teaching invites you to love Jesus and people more deeply and to embrace the full life that Jesus offers each one of us. Grace and peace to you. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be speaking to you today. My name is Elisa Coopy, and I am the area director for Young Life, which is a youth ministry in the area for teenagers and it's also found worldwide. In fact, before um, having our role here, we were in Japan for four years, my husband Scott and I, and then we returned here to the Princeton area where Scott grew up. In total, we've been involved with Young Life for over 10 years, and I have the pleasure of continuing the series on blessings for Ecclesia. While Ian and his wife, Courtney, welcome their new addition, Silas, to their family. And as they do this, what a joy to be able to speak on children and blessing. Before those of you without your own children though walk away or shut off this message, I believe that God has something for you in this that's going to be relevant. So let me start actually with a time when we didn't have three children running around. This past Sunday, I actually celebrated my 12 year anniversary with Scott and I couldn't help but reflecting on our first years of marriage. Um, they were actually spent really dedicated to children, and this was through Young Life. In fact, Scott, my husband and I were interviewed via a service trip to the Philippines. Um, we took over 30 high school kids, and we went to an orphanage in the Philippines. And I remember that the Young Life staff at the time took us to the side and looked at us and said, okay, do you think that this could be your career? Can you imagine your life dedicated to this? And the answer was an emphatic yes. And we have in one way or another dedicated our life to children, all the way from tiny, tiny children to teenagers for our entire 12 years of marriage. It's been really fun to reflect on this while we discussed um, this message for you today. And, you know, it's funny, we will keep going to these orphanages thinking, um, oh, we're going to go and bless these children with our work. We're going to go bless them with our painting and construction and whatever we were going to give to them. But instead, they blessed us time and time again. So today I'm going to speak first on how children are a blessing to us. And let's remember that as we discuss blessing, the definition that we've been going over um, that's been discussed is that blessings do not remove us from this world, but they immerse us in the brokenness and they lead us to invest in the well-being of our neighbors. First of all, I wanted to mention that the perspective of the Western world and uh, children has significantly shifted. Um, I, I feel like, you know, the culture of the biblical times can be, you know, most reflected through this conversation God has with Abram. And um, especially during those times, your children was your heir, your lineage. They were the best gift. And so let's hear what the gospel has to say about this. And you'll find in Genesis 15, it said this. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, Sovereign Lord, what can you give me 
since I remain childless and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, you have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him. The man will not be your heir, but a son coming from your own body will be your heir. He took him outside and said, look up at the heavens and count the stars if indeed you can count them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. In the marriage and ascendancy pattern of the rulers and the time of Abraham's people, the firstborn to the son of his first wife, which should have been Sarah, who was known to be barren at this time, should have been the heir, the one with the inheritance that we passed on. And I don't know if you caught it, but when Abram was talking with God initially, God talked about a great reward and Abram was like, well, what can you give me since you can't give me children? And he could not think of anything better than receiving a child. I don't know about you, but in this world today, if somebody asked me what gift they could give to me, I don't know if I would think of a child right away. And I'm a parent. So I think that our shift from this culture is significant. Growing up in Japan, where um, it was more of an Eastern culture, I, I understand and see this a little bit more too. I grew up where extended family, my grandparents, they were a part of my upbringing. It was integral. I learned about my ancestors who used to be people who were doctors that assisted the emperor. There was great pride in our lineage and learning about that. And then we come to the U.S. and my family has my family from uh, Connecticut where they have a beautiful, large family too. And, and that was part of my lineage and part of my upbringing. But I could see everywhere else that a lot of nuclear families, you know, families, just the parents and the kids, that was what was most important. So I hope that we realize that we might be losing something really important when we're not focusing on that. Now let's get back to children as a blessing. It says in Psalm 127, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. Those of us with children understand that they will inherit a lot from us. But in general, what this boils down to, even if you don't have your own children, is that they are a blessing because they offer hope. They offer hope for the future. They offer the hope of change, which especially during these diverse times that we are in, I think that it's important for us to remember that children are a blessing to us because they can impact the future in a direction that we hope for. It also says in the Bible, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. What a beautiful thing to see the investment that we pour into children affect 
and reflect on our neighbors that we live alongside. Do you have a neighbor that's a young child or a youth? Do you have somebody that you can walk alongside? Well, Jesus was pretty adamant that you pay attention to children. I see this daily with our own kids, but I think that it's an excellent thing for us to pay attention to the qualities and character of children that Jesus thought was so important. He was really displeased when his disciples were pushing away some kids that wanted to come to him. He said, let the little children come unto me and forbid them not. For of such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. This is from Mark 10. I think it's super relevant since we spoke of the Beatitudes last week that we can see here again that Jesus has this picture of an almost upside down kingdom where the last will be the first. So what does this say about children that gets them to inherit the kingdom of God? I have three possible reasons that we have thought of as we have thought about our kids. So here's one thing that you probably notice about kids. They ask questions, lots of them. My four-year-old constantly asks questions. She says, mommy, what's that? Mommy, what kind of bug is that? Mommy, why did the man do that? Mommy, what is a llama corn? Mommy, how does that taste? Mommy, when is dinner? You get the point. But you know what? It's beautiful because she's asking questions to seek knowledge and to seek truth. I think God wants us to ask questions. I think that after all, he really wants to have a relationship with us and a relationship without questions, seeking to know each other more, seeking to understand the world more. That's not no relationship unless you do that. I think questions allow us to achieve truth. And C.S. Lewis once said, once you were a child, once you knew what inquiry was for, there was a time when you asked questions because you wanted answers. And we were glad when you found them. Become a child again, even now. You have gone wrong. Thirst was made for water. Inquiry was made for truth. Let's inquire so that we continue to learn more and more about truth. I think this is going to be the continual thread that we have noticed. Another reason that children are blessings and are blessed is that children have imagination. And I think that, you know, Eugene Peterson captured this the most beautifully. He loved imagination. He said, I think the Psalms are important because they show me that imagination was a way to get inside the truth. He also said, people who pray need to learn poetry, even if they're not adept at it. Afterwards, I'm going to have you hear one of my um, children, actually all my kids are going to share a prayer that they came up with. We did not edit it at all. We didn't give any suggestions. One of my kids ended up writing a poem. You'll find that um, 
yeah, that people pray oftentimes with imagination and with poetry at heart. And without imagination, we can't have the art or a beautiful way to really learn about God. And finally, I believe that children, they are a blessing because they give us perspective. When you see the world from a child's eyes, man, have you ever experienced what it's like to see the world for the first time? Have you seen a child maybe be introduced to grass for the first time? It's something like this that allows us to see God in a different way. Jalen, my son, experienced the sunset for the first time. He was literally jumping up and down, reveling at the beauty of the world changing around him. He talked about how when the sun dipped down, the colors were changing. And I did not experience the sunset that way, not without him, but he was so excited. And he said that he felt like God was an artist and it was beautiful. I got to understand God in a different way because of my child. As I mentioned from the beginning of this though, blessings do not remove us from the world. They immerse us in the brokenness and they lead us to invest in the well-being of our neighbors. When you find out that something's a blessing, that a child is a blessing to this world, I sincerely believe you know, that if we think that they are the hope for the future, our response is an action. Love is an action. And I think when we respond to this blessing, we should be moved towards children. I am so thankful for Ecclesia, which is a church with lots of young families, actually. And there are definitely many people who already volunteer to help out in the children's ministry. That is such a good thing to see. And I am really excited to also have seen several people from Ecclesia join me for some of our biggest events for Young Life, such as the Night to Shine, a prom for those with disabilities. And man, those are great ways to pour into the children who are a blessing. But I thought of a few suggestions on how we could help be a blessing to the kids. If you want to help with Ecclesia or possibly a youth ministry, I can tell you right now that Young Life, Ecclesia, we always need help. It's wonderful to get the support of an adult that is not a child's parent to come into their life. And before even getting married, another suggestion is why don't you dedicate a little bit of your funds or your time to another organization um, that you know supports kids. It's not just Young Life. Of course, we welcome your help and your finances if you can give in that way, but it's also things like Compassion International. I supported a child until they were 18, in, well into my uh, marriage. Um, and gave monthly. And I think that there are wonderful organizations like Compassion that you can look into, like International Justice Mission, 
um, Samaritan's Purse, just so many that you could look into that you know is supporting kids who really need your support. How about being a babysitter or caring for another family's child? During COVID-19, it's really been challenging to find help with our children. And I know that many people will have varying levels of comfort, but man, being a babysitter or being a part of a family by supporting them, maybe offering a date night, that is a beautiful thing. I know many babysitters that my children have had that they literally consider as part of our family because they have been so impactful in our lives. So will you consider just any of those to respond to the fact that children are a blessing in our lives? To close, I'm going to pray, but I wanna end with prayers of my own children as I mentioned. I have a child who's neurodiverse. He took a little longer than his siblings to come up with the prayer that he came up with. But his understanding of God and the kingdom is unlike any other that I have heard, especially from a 10-year-old. So thank you so much for letting them and letting us be a part of your day today. As we found when we visited the orphanages through Southeast Asia, and as you possibly go into the lives of children or youth, go trying to bless them. Go trying to be a part of their lives. Direct them towards God. Remind them that God loves them. And most importantly, pray for them. Pray for our children. That is so important. Pray for them by name. And you may also find that as you become more involved with these children, they may happen to bless your life as well. So let us pray as we finish today. Lord, Abba Father, we remember today that we are your children, that we are all God's children. Let us take bold steps towards pouring into the children of our lives as a response to the blessing of them in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information, please visit www.ecclesianj.com.